Hello, lovelies. Welcome to episode eight of my wonderful clusterfuck life. It has been a couple weeks, and I do apologize. I have been a smidge under the weather. I don't even know if I could really say I was sick. I've just been so congested, and my voice has been so hoarse. Like, I talked to a lot of people throughout the day, and at the end of the day, I just had, like, no voice, and it hurt to talk, and it was just bad, so there was no way I could record a podcast, because I sounded like a goddamn man, so I do apologize, like I said before, I hate being inconsistent with these, because I have enough inconsistency in my life, so I don't want to be inconsistent on these, so I am so sorry, and I, ugh, I'm trying to be a better person, y'all, so please forgive me, but I'm back, and I feel so much better, too. No, I don't have the goddamn coronavirus. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on this. <laughs> I personally think it is all fake. I don't think it is as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. I'm not a doctor, but I I just think it's really stupid and people are losing their minds. I went to the store today and there was literally no toilet paper, which I don't fully understand. <laughs> um, if this is some sort of strain of the flu, why do you need to stock up on toilet paper? It's not like you're shitting yourself or anything. It's a flu. Just I don't know. People are stupid. And... Why are we just now washing our hands? Like, shouldn't you have been doing that before? (laughs) Just, Just wash your hands. Don't be fucking gross. Cover your mouth when you cough and we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I just... All I can say is I have a shit ton of concerts lined up starting in April through fucking September So, this shit better be cleared up by then, because if one of my shows gets canceled, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be hella pissed. So, I just, whatever it is, I feel like it's just a big distraction for something else that's going on in the world. That's just me, but yeah, I am so over it. I'm so sick of hearing about it, and I just can't wait till it is done. It's like Ebola. Ebola was here for whatever, and that got over with, so this too shall pass, right? Oh, what else has been going on with me? Let's play catch-up. Um, I lost a filling in one of my teeth. I was flossing my teeth, you know, trying to be a good person, trying to practice good oral hygiene, and... The floss got stuck when I was flossing, so I, you know, repositioned my floss and got a different piece and went back to flossing that same spot, and my goddamn filling fell out of my tooth. So, I'm dealing with that currently. And what else besides from me getting over being sick? I'm still exercising. I'm still trying to get my body right, and it is just as difficult. Um, I have been the same weight for almost an entire year and I'm so frustrated. And I know if I gave up, you know, eating like garbage on the weekends, I'd probably be having a different conversation right now. But 
Y'all, I I love food. That is just my happy. And I'm going to eat something good when I want to on the weekends. I'm very good during the week. I'm very consistent with my exercising and eating. But on the weekend, I just want to relax and eat. And I'm just, ugh, I'm not willing to give that up right now. So I know if I chilled out with that, I'd probably be in a better spot. But I don't, whatever. I just try to keep myself healthy and try to take care of myself. And that's all I can do, okay? Let's see. There's that. And, okay, so when I do work out, I usually watch Netflix. That's pretty much the only time I watch Netflix. I feel like if I watched Netflix at home, I feel like I'd never get anything done. So I kind of made a rule for myself and I just watch Netflix when I'm at the gym. So, and I'm sure a lot of you heard about the uh, Gabriel Fernandez documentary on Netflix. And if you haven't, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's basically about this little eight-year-old boy who was tortured and beaten for so long by his mother and his mother's boyfriend. And it's just, it's absolutely horrific. And I've told so many people about it and they're like, oh, why would you watch that? That's so sad. And yes, it is sad, but if anything, it makes you appreciate life a little more and lets you, you know, not worry about the shit you're going through because nothing is as bad as this little boy went through. It is, oh my God, it is heartbreaking. I'm in the gym like almost bawling my eyes out because I can't believe what this child went through. And it it makes me sick because there's there's people out here that want to have kids and have been trying so hard to have kids. And then you get someone like this who has three kids and just just abuses this kid to the point of death and it's I just I can't and I'm watching this and I'm angry I'm like cussing under my breath at these people and it's it is sad but I mean you have to watch it like I tell people if you have kids it'll make you hug your kids a little tighter just because of the fact of what this little boy went through it is truly heartbreaking but you have to watch it you have to watch it And I finished it, and I'm sad now, so now I'm watching something totally opposite. I'm starting that Love is Blind show. (laughs) It looks looks like a trip. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I mean, these people, they don't, they're dating, but they don't see each other. All they can do is talk to each other in these little pods, and I think I'm on episode, I'm on episode one, I think, and these two have been quote-unquote dating for like four dates and they already told each other they love each other is oh I don't know I couldn't do that I don't know how you love someone without you know meeting them and I don't know whatever but I'm gonna see how it plays out and I'll report back but I'm starting that now so we'll see we'll see let's see what else is going on oh I heard from the ultimate fuck boy 
If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it and then listen to this one. But um, he he added me on Snapchat and what he does, I don't I don't understand people, but he adds me and then he deletes me and then he adds me back and then he deletes me and then he adds me back. I'm like, you know, make up your mind. You know, I don't I don't really block people or delete people unless they're harassing me for some reason. So I'm, he's just kind of there. But he'll watch my sta- my snaps and he doesn't say anything. But for some reason, he messaged me on Snapchat and I don't even remember what he said. Yeah, I think he said just like, hey, and how I was doing and... Then he started asking me, you know, how do you use Snapchat? What do you do? If you want to take a picture, what do you do? He was just, you know, being a grandpa, asking me how to use Snapchat. But in none of this conversation, mind you, he did not apologize to me. He actually was kind of rude to me. I forget what we were talking about, but um, I think he said, you know, I'm not really sure why I'm talking to you. Every time I talk to a female, I get in trouble, like, I guess, by his fiance. And I asked him, uh, I said, well, are you talking to females? Like, I, like, why would you get in trouble, you know? And he said something like, no, or even if I just, like, message an old friend or, or something. And then he said, I don't even know why I'm talking to you. I wouldn't even tell you my deepest, darkest secret. Like, <laughs> like he was coming for me because in the past, when he has talked to me, I have gone to his fiance and told him, told her, you know, hey, you know, your boy's doing this. So he was like getting mad at me because, because he thought I was going to go tell his secret or something to his fiance. I don't know. He's such a goddamn fuck boy. It's ridiculous. I'm like, then don't fucking talk to me. Like, why are you even talking to me if you're so worried about getting in trouble? But, you know, whatever, to each of their own. So, yeah, that was that. Um, I don't think we really said anything else. He hasn't talked to me in a, co- in a week or two, so. Yeah, I. he's very interesting. Like, if you're so offended by me and you don't want to really speak to me and you don't know why you're speaking to me, then why are you speaking to me? You know, question mark. I don't know. But whatevs. Let's see. Um, This Saturday, ladies, is Steak and BJ Day. What is that, you ask? Well, you see, on February 14th, that is Valentine's Day, right? And we can all pretty much agree that Valentine's Day is pretty much a chick holiday, Like, we like the flowers, we like the candy, we like the lovey-dovey stuff. You know, guys, I mean, I'm sure some guys care about Valentine's Day, but we can pretty much agree that it's based around the female, correct? Correct. Okay. So, fast forward a month later, we have March 14th. This is Steak and BJ Day. So, you go out for a steak with your man or you cook him a steak or he cooks his own steak or whatever and then you ladies provide the BJ right I am honestly I am all for this holiday I think it's wonderful 
I am a firm believer in pleasing your man and he should please you, right? I mean, you should be pleasing each other and I'm, I'm all for it. So ladies, dudes, celebrate Steak and BJ Day. It's on a Saturday. That's perfect. You know, just please your man. Please him. He'll please you. Please each other. It's going to be all in good fun. <laughs> all right. Oh, what else? That's pretty much it. I'm, ugh, I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for concert season. I'm, I'm ready for some sunshine. I am so fair-skinned. It is disgusting. Um, I just learned that I am allergic to self-tanning mousses and lotions, which is a white girl's best friend in the winter months. And it, it never really affected my skin before until recently I would put it on and my entire body would break out into this awful rash. And honestly, I was like, but my skin looks so beautiful, but I'm so itchy. So I kept using it for a very long time, regardless that my skin was breaking out. But it just, it got to the point where I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it was really affecting my skin. I had these ugly red bumps all over my skin. And even on my leg, there's this tiny, tiny patch on my leg that gets itchy. And I haven't used any kind of self-tanner in months and it's still on my skin so I just I have to suffer and I have to be pasty white so that's why I'm ready for summer so I can tan in the natural sunlight and not break out into a disgusting rash and look like I have a disease so I'm just I'm ready we have so many concerts lined up and I'm so fucking excited there is just there's no better feeling than just being at a concert up close and just rocking the fuck out, like, surrounded by these people that are there who enjoy the same music as you do or and are experiencing the same experience you're doing right then. And ugh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But, yeah, that that's pretty much what's been going on with me. Besides, you know, just working like crazy and trying to get my body right and just, you know, keeping my mental health in check, which I'm, oh, I'm doing so good with. I know I've said it before, but this is truly, truliest, truliest, is that a word? Truliest, it is truliest, the happiest I have ever been right now. Um, I don't know, life is just good. I mean, we all have our struggles, we all go through shit, but... At this moment in time, I am at such a good point in my life, and it just feels so good, and you can all get there, you know. If you're not happy, change it. You can always change it. Never settle. I know I say that all the time, but never settle. Okay, so I didn't really do a poll. Well, I think I did do a poll on Instagram, but... No one votes. It makes me so mad. <laughs> like, a lot of y'all will vote, but I just wish people would vote on my polls. Even if you don't listen to the podcast, like, at least vote. 
So, no one really voted that much, so I just kind of came up with my own topic for this week and just something I wanted to talk about, and I kind of just want to bitch this week. (laughs) I just want to bitch about the five types of people in this world that stress me out, that give me anxiety, that I think this world would just be a lot better off without. <laughs> so I I just want to bitch today. I want to bitch about people today. Sometimes you just need to bitch. You know, I am in no way saying my life is bad or that I have it hard, but We can all agree that we just need to bitch sometime without someone saying, oh, well, you should be thankful for this, that, and this. And I'm like, no, I know I'm thankful. I know I'm grateful. I know I have a good life, but I just want to bitch about people. Okay. So if you don't want to hear that, you don't have to listen, but I think a lot of people can agree with me on some of these people. And again, I am extremely unfiltered about everything. Y'all have probably figured that out by now, but I think a lot of these people, we all feel the same way about, but no one says anything. Well, guess what? I'm going to say it. So that's what we're going to do today. So I have five types of people that I just truly cannot stand who get on my nerves, who I see on like social media, just, you know, wrecking my nerves, wrecking my mental health, but I just want to bitch about them, okay? So, in no particular order, let's get started. Okay, so number one, control freaks. Oh my god. And really, I have one person in particular that does this. And I'm not going to say names. I doubt she listens to this, but she is a coworker of mine. She drives me absolutely insane. I don't know if all control freaks are like this, but with her, she's, she's so in control that you can't even have like a good flowing good vibe conversation with her like you could say like for example she she's a big football fan so for example I could say something like oh I wonder if the Houston Texans are gonna win their game this week and you know an average person we can all agree probably would say you know yeah, I don't know. I hope so. I think they have a good chance. But with this person, she says, nope, they're not going to win. They're going to lose by this many points because this team is going to score by this many points and yada, 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 yada. Like, <laughs> like, she just automatically thinks she knows what the outcome is going to be. And that's more of like a know-it-all, but... I will explain more of why the control freak aspect comes in. Um, Like I said, you can't talk to her with a good flow. Like, I personally, I almost can't look her in the eye because she's so awkward 
and she makes me so uncomfortable. And I, I remember one time, um, it was around Easter time, and we were talking about the weather, I think, me and a couple of my other coworkers, and we're like, yeah, I think it, I think it's probably gonna rain, you know, over Easter, and, uh, she goes to the valley to see her family, and she's like, oh, no, it's not gonna rain in the valley. It never rains in the valley on Easter. And I just, like, you almost can't respond to that. Like, she says, she knows it's never gonna rain in the valley on Easter. And you're like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, are you the weatherman? Like, she just thinks she knows everything. Like, she, there's so many other ways you could go about saying that without sounding like a control freak know-it-all. You could say, oh, you know, it never really rains in the valley on Easter, but, I mean, who knows, you know? Like, you don't fucking know. You don't know everything. Like, with her, she has an answer for everything. Like, she never says, you know, I don't know about that. I'll have to check on that for you. She has an answer. Like, I'm personally, I'm not afraid, like, with my patients, for example, if they have a question about something, I'm not afraid to say, you know, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know why you're having that pain there. But she's like, oh, you probably have this pain because this, 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 and this. Like, it's never, I don't know. <laughs> and it drives me nuts. And mind you, this is a 59-year-old woman, okay? She's a grown-ass woman. She, um... She has two kids and a husband. She has her own tools at her home with her name on it that nobody in her household is able to use. I think she has her own, like, barbecue pit that no one in her house is able to use. Like, these people, like, and I know there's other people like her out there, but, um, but yeah, like, it's just, it's really impossible to have a conversation with these people. Like, I personally ignore her, and, um, yeah, I just, I can't do it. I think people like that need a good wake-up call. And one day, and thank you, Jesus, for letting me be professional in the work environment, but one day I'm gonna snap. I'm gonna fucking snap and say something, but that day has yet to come, but... Pray for me when that day does come because I'm going to lose my shit. Let's see. Who else? I cannot stand spoiled slash stuck up hoes slash stay at home moms. Yes, I said it. And it's mostly women, but women slash men who just have everything handed to them who don't know what it's like to work for a living. Like, I was just telling someone about this. I see people going on these extravagant vacations during the week. And they have, some have kids, some don't. But I'm like, how? And they're doing this a lot. Like, it's not just every now and then. It's a lot. And I'm like, how do you have the money to get a get on a plane and fly somewhere and stay in these nice hotels and go to these nice places like okay where's the money coming from 
how how are you leaving work? Like, where is this time off coming from? And just mainly, how do you afford it? Because I live by myself. I don't have kids. I'm not married. And I can barely afford myself. And I have a half-assed, decent-paying job. Like, how are you affording these things? I don't understand. And there's this one girl who, she is probably two, three years younger than me. I'm not even sure if she has a job. I don't know. I don't know her life. But, like, she went to fucking Thailand. And then she's in, like, Seattle. And she's just, like, on these beautiful beaches. And it's this has been going on for weeks. And I'm like, did you're 20-something years old. Like, did your mommy and daddy pay for this for you? Like, what? how are you affording this? And, I mean, congratulations if your mommy and daddy are paying for this trip for you. But that's, it's not fucking fair to us grown folks who have to work for a living. Like, I don't understand. Maybe I'm a little jealous. Maybe so. Who knows? But it's it's just not fair to me. And I feel for these people because they probably don't know what it's like to work for something, you know? And that is why I'm almost thankful for my struggle because I know what the fuck it's like to work hard for something and save up for something and get whatever that is because I worked for it. I put in hard work for it and that's how I was raised and I doubt I'll have kids, but if I had a kid one day, that is how I would want to raise my child to be. I would never want them to just have shit handed to them. And okay, so stay at home moms. I'm going to get shit on for this probably, but I don't care. I don't think that's fair unless unless and this is a big unless unless your husband is like a fucking millionaire or like a Christian Grey status okay I get it I probably wouldn't work either but I mean and this what really irks me it's not even really the rich folks I mean the rich folks fucking suck anyway they just they get shit handed to them anyway but when I see like a man working his ass off probably doesn't get paid that much and he has his wife at home and one two three kids too and the wife is just at home all day like bitch you need to be contributing some kind of way like get you some kind of stay at home work from home job something do something because I'll see women who are, like, bitching about finances and this and that, but yet you're a stay-at-home mom and your husband's out here busting his ass to try to support you, himself, and the kids? Ooh, that makes me so mad. That makes me so mad. And, okay, maybe I don't know what it's like to have kids. I have a nephew. I know that's hard work. I babysat him for the longest time, but I'm sorry That's not making money. Yes, that's a job, but honey, you are not making money. You need to find a way to do something to contribute so your husband isn't struggling for this whole family. And that's just me. I'm going to say it. I think it's stupid. I Get your ass out there. Do something to contribute. But yeah, back to the rich folks. That just makes me angry. 
Because, okay, if if my husband made good money, not like a shit ton, but good money, I personally, I would feel like I still needed to work. Even if we were fine and comfortable, I would still feel like I needed to work and do something to contribute. That's just me, though. I I don't feel like, you know, just making him work is good enough. I would want to contribute some way. Because, who knows, what if one day he, sh- he just ups and wants to leave your ass and you never see it coming? What are you going to do? What are you going to fall back on? Do you have a job? You know, do you have some sort of savings? Like, you should always have a plan, I guess is what I'm getting at. Don't ever rely on your husband or wife to provide for you. You need to be making your own damn money. And that is just me. Shit on me, if you will. But it gets on my nerves. Especially, I've taken the day off during the week sometimes. And I usually go to the gym in the morning and take my time. And I'll see the stay-at-home moms in there just exercising in their cute little workout clothes and just taking their time and having a blast. And I'm just rolling my eyes so hard. I'm like, I had to use PTO to come exercise at this hour. And you were just living your best life over there because you don't have to work because you're a stay-at-home mom. Oh, Lord. It's just, it makes me mad. It It's frustrating. Shit on me if you will. Go ahead. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. So next, we have sociopaths and gaslighters. Now, I mentioned this a little bit in the Ultimate Fuckboy episode. You know, people who just... You can just tell that they don't give a shit about anyone else but themselves and that is just sickening you know people like this have truly fucked with my mental health to where I'm still affected by it but you know it's taken me a very long time to truly get over it and you know gaslighters these are the type of people that they do something wrong but they they're gonna flip it on you And make you look crazy. So, for example, say a man or a woman cheated on you, right? And you found out you had point-blank proof. And they said, oh, no, I wasn't cheating on you. She's just my friend. Why you gotta be like that? Why Why are you so insecure about yourself? And then you're like, oh, wait, maybe I am crazy. Maybe... I am just jealous and insecure. You know, like these people, they're manipulators, they're sociopaths, they're gaslighters. They will flip the script on you to make you look crazy to cover up for what they did. And it's, I don't understand like how someone's brain can function like that. But people like that have truly, have truly wrecked me. And I mean, there's people out there doing it every day, and it, it's really sad. But if you want to know more about that, go listen to the Ultimate Fuckboy episode, because that's pretty much what the fuck he was. <laughs> okay, number four. Chatterboxes. People who don't shut up. I 
mainly experience this at work. <laughs> and uh, I swear I don't get paid half enough for what I have to deal with. Yes, I'm a therapist, but I feel like I should also get paid some sort of like psychologist fee because these people will just pour their heart and soul and life out to you in a matter of 15 minutes and I'm like and you know I'm I'm not shitting on that I try to be there for people you know sometimes these people don't have someone to talk to at home but what's frustrating is when you're talking to someone and they are just nonstop 100 miles an hour and like for me for example usually I'm working with at least two people at once at work so like if someone's talking to me but my other person is over here to my right you know waiting for me to tell them what to do like I'm I'm so fucking nice that I can't just be like skirt like hold on I gotta go help this person I will sit there and wait for the person to stop talking so I can go help my next person like I don't know these people they they just don't understand like social cues like they just want to talk 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 and I'm like stop like I'm clearly busy. Can you just hang on? Just hang on a minute. But, and I feel for these people because they don't, they probably don't have that at home. They probably don't have someone to talk to. So, you come to me, this wonderful, nice woman like myself, and you find someone that'll listen to you. But, uh, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating, though. Like, t take it down. A good five notches, Karen, okay? Just take it down. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. I'm sorry. I love my patients. I love my job. But, good Lord, shut up. <laughs> okay, number five. Ghosters slash non-communicators. Again, this people like this have totally fucked with my mental health these people and I'm sure we're all guilty of it you know sometimes it is just easier to not respond to someone than to actually have a conversation with them but that's we as a just group of people we need to learn how to communicate better because it is so ridiculous how awful communication is and I've experienced it so much and specifically with dating when I dated you know you're talking to someone and then for some reason they're not into you or they met someone else but instead of you know having those difficult awkward conversations they just choose to not respond and honestly you are hurting that person so much more by not responding than if you just said, you know, hey, you know, I'm seeing someone else or hey, you know, I'm just not feeling this. I'm really sorry. I don't want to waste your time, yada, yada, yada. Like that, yeah, it may be painful and it may be hard to tell that person that, but you are causing them so much less heartache than um, than just ignoring them, you know, because they're probably on the other end thinking, I know they're on the other end thinking, 
you know, what did I do? Did I say something wrong? Is he okay? Maybe he's just busy. Maybe he's at work. Maybe something happened. Like, they're over there worrying, and more than likely, they're beating themselves up because they're probably thinking, you know, what did I do? Did I upset them? You know, they're, when really it's you, it's just you weren't feeling it, and that's okay. Like, sometimes people just don't click, but we need to learn how to communicate better and tell people this. Um, I personally would rather someone tell me to fuck off, go fuck myself, than just be ignored. You know, at least then I would have an answer. At least then I would know what was going on. You know? So. But yeah, that's all I have as far as shitty, annoying people. So we have the control freaks. We have the spoiled, stuck-up hoes, stay-at-home mamas. We have gaslighters and sociopaths. We have chatterboxes. And we have ghosters and non-communicators. So, if you're one of those people, stop it. (laughs) Just stop it. Work on yourself because you drive me crazy. And you drive a lot of people crazy. So, cut it out. (laughs) Okay, this is really fun. I had a lot of fun with this episode. I have fun with all my episodes, but this one was a lot of fun. Because like I said, sometimes you just need to bitch. You just need to bitch at some people. But yeah, again, I apologize for being inconsistent. I'm sorry I was sick and under the weather. But I'm feeling so much better now. Even after talking for almost 40 minutes, my voice is already getting hoarse. So that should tell you right there that... Ugh, I was down for the count last week. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know you, a lot of you have been asking me, when's the next episode? I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm editing one right now. So, here you go. I hope you enjoy. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Ladies, Steak and BJ Day this Saturday, March 14th. Get after it. Take care of your man. And as always, follow me on Instagram at EmilyB2010. You can follow me on Twitter at MEB2010. Follow me on Snapchat if you have Snapchat. I'm trying to find what my Snapchat uh, name is. I don't even know what my, um, there it is. You can follow me on Snapchat at Emma B 2010 That's E-M-M-U-H-B-2010. As always, I will link those in the episode description. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week, okay? Have a great weekend. Be nice to everyone. Love yourself. Love those around you. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> And as always, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next one. Bye, guys.